What's up, guys? Welcome to the Physical World Sports Show. I'm Luke. I'm JJ. NBA Finals. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. I mean, wow. So since the last time we was on here, if anyone is living under a rock, the Bucks won it. 50-year drought or 50-year championship drought erased. Uh, wow. That was that was a it was a crazy finals. Yeah, clearly my prediction was inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, took the Suns in six, went to the Bucks in seven, right? Oh, uh, six, six. Damn, I was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but there was a lot of people that that agreed with you that was going with your after the first two games. You know, a lot of people was you know they were thinking, "Wow, Phoenix has got the firepower to just really maybe sweep this series." I I did, you know, I, I thought Giannis and and especially my man Chris Middleton. I just thought, hey, let's get them back home. That if as long as they take both of those, we got a good series. I really, I thought since seven, though, I was surprised when they took that game to Phoenix, game five. See, I thought it was going to end up being a battle of home field advantage. Mm -hmm. Once the Bucs took the two games, I was like, okay, I see where this is going. And then they wanted Phoenix, and I was like, well. (laughs) Yeah. God, I mean, the the energy, you know, like – that switched and and the momentum that switched was it was so it was crazy yeah i'm hoping i definitely could see the suns getting back there i could see either king getting back there next Mm. year again for the as far as the bucks i think i think they're going to be able to keep most of their team that they got right now i could see them competing again next year um Again, uh, for sure competing, you know, it depends on the Nets because if they got Kyrie and Harden healthy, uh, they're probably taking that series. We also got to think about Miami. You know, they got a chance to get uh, Kawhi Leonard. Small chance, but apparently him and Jimmy Butler are pretty decent friends, and there could be some communication there because uh, Kawhi is two years and uh, the Clippers is up. He's got an option this year. Yeah. But for your son, for like, for what you're saying with the Suns, I agree. If they add, they got to add somebody though. Yeah. They got to add another dynamic. They got to, first of all, keep Chris Paul. Cause he has an option. Yeah. Cause Chris, Made a huge difference, obviously. Mm-hmm. He was just orchestrating that offense perfectly. Yeah. Throughout, I mean, the season, that they were tough all year, but the playoffs is where he really showed up, you know. Or, I mean, his yeah. numbers were good all year, but as far as play, like just the way he was running the offense in the playoffs, was it was something different, except for the uh, against the Clippers because he obviously had COVID for the first part of it and still had to get back into it. But once he got back in his groove, I mean, he, it was a well-oiled machine most of the year. Yeah. Good coach and Monty Williams as well. I think if they keep Chris Paul and they get somebody else, it don't have to be 
a superstar caliber player, but a, a solid third scoring option because Aiden isn't, a, you know, he could make steps next year, but he's a big, he's a big old time style center. He's not going to yeah. be that 25, 30 a point night kind of guy that you could, that you need in, in best of seven series. No. And I mean, if they can get some quality point scorer, there's, I could see them potentially winning it next year, depending on who they're getting. Because, yeah. I mean, if it's anything like this year's playoffs next year, y- y- you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> mm. I-, I definitely think that if Kawhi had been healthy, I think the Clippers would have beat him in the conference finals. Yeah. But a lot of people's bringing up, uh, you know, Lakers, if LeBron and AD were health were healthy, but if AD didn't get hurt during that series and LeBron had been healthy a little sooner, they would have beat him. I can get with that, but the Lakers didn't really look good, you know, all any this year. They won games because of sheer talent, but as a team, they did not look like the championship team that they had in the bubble last year. No. And then the Nuggets, you know, some people's talking about, well, Jamal Murray was hurt. Hey, I love the Joker, and I think the Nuggets are a contender, but I think the Suns would have still beat them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how close it would have been. I mean, this is the, I mean, you never know for sure because it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But based on what we saw, you would have, you would have to think the Suns would have still won. Mm-hmm. But we also got the McGregor Poirier fight. Yeah. Finally saw how that went down. Third fight of that series. They're talking about doing a fourth again now. Yeah, I mean with. I mean, I don't know if McGregor's done after the injury. You know, I mean, his ankle or his leg, ankle right there. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it, he it can recover nasty. from it. Yeah. I don't know if he he's going to be able to come back the same. Yeah. And we was even talking, is he even, before that, before that night and that terrible injury, was he even still capable of being that same McGregor? We was discussing that. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. See, that's the thing. Is I, I already think he was losing his fighting edge, like we were saying in the last one. So after this injury, I I don't see him being anywhere near the same fighter he used to be. Yeah. In my mind, I mean, I've never had to do that. But I feel like it'd be hard to carry yourself with the same confidence going into the ring. Because that was one of Connor's biggest attributes was confidence, and that allowed him to win fights because he went in there in his mind knowing he was going to win that fight. I feel like that type of injury that he suffered against Poirier has to 
mess with your mentality at least a little bit. Yeah. I think so. And if I was Poirier, I'd be pissed if they gave him a fourth fight. Because that's yeah. just postponing his career even further. Yeah, I feel like he, he feels like he's sort of cleansed of the McGregor stain on his career. As he should be. He They fought three times. He took two out of those three fights. That's the series. Mm. Should be done. McGregor's going to want another one, though, if he does come back because of that injury. Because he's going to say, if that didn't happen, I'd beat his ass. I really don't think it. I don't know. No, because even before Connor broke his leg, Poirier was in control. He, he was in complete control of that. It looked like so, it was. It looked like it was going to. I, I thought it was going to come down to a decision, a easy Poirier decision. Yeah. I didn't think it didn't really look like it was going to be a knockout, but you never know, no. obviously. But I think it was a good tactical fight by Poirier. Yeah, it was just take him apart, mm-hmm. and he didn't have to anymore. I, I see. I still don't know what happened with Connor though. Cause yeah, it's is it that th- that sort of injury just kind of like a freak injury, you know? Yeah, see, Koye said when he checked one of Connor's leg kicks, he could feel, like, what felt like the bone, like, fracture or something there. Mm. And then it broke when Connor tried to, like, wind up for that punch. It finally, like, fully broke. So he went ahead and cracked it earlier on, like, during one of the kicks. Yeah. Damn. But nobody really knows for sure that that's what happened because it was only them two that could tell. And Connor ain't never gonna admit that. Yeah. So it's Poirier's word against Connor's, and you're never gonna really know. (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna know Connor's like, bro. That's it. Yeah. Damn. Well, that was that was a crazy fight. We also had uh, the Open Championship in PGA. Uh, Colin Morikawa, he won it. Uh, he won the PGA Championship last year, won the Open Championship this year. What's interesting is both of those wins were his first starts at those tournaments, which is... I mean, that's unprecedented. That's, uh, I mean, Kuda, that's amazing. Yeah. He, uh, I think he's the first golfer since Tiger Woods to uh, win two majors before the age of 25 because he's 24. I can already see those comparisons saying, oh, He's the next Tiger. Watch out for this kid. Yeah, they're, I'm sure that there's some people already making it and it's more coming. I personally would say no. Like, 
he doesn't have the he does have the the tournament and the consecutive and like he he makes a lot of cuts like Tiger did when he was really young, so he has that similarity. But I I don't I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna be anywhere near Tiger. I think he's gonna he he might get ten majors. He might get more than that. I could be wrong, but I don't I don't think he's gonna be anywhere near Tiger. Um, yeah, he doesn't have yet at least. And he's a great, humble young guy. Like he's very respectful. He's a he's a good guy, but he doesn't have the draw and he doesn't have the, just the energy and the firepower like Tiger does and did and does. Because I hope Tiger is able to fully recover from his car accident, come back. Um, because Tiger's just oh god, he's the best I've ever seen do it. He's the best golfer I've ever seen. A lot of people think that it's between him or Jack Nicholas. And Jack's got, you know, more majors, but Tiger's got the power. It's sort of like a Jordan LeBron debate, you know. Depends yeah. on when you grew up, who you watched. Yeah. But as far as Colin Morikawa goes, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna be anywhere near that. I think those comparisons they're they're garnered, you know, because of the two majors this early. And he's had some other victories and a lot of consecutive cuts on tour, which is impressive as hell. But I think that if those, you know, as they're going to be coming out about those comparisons, it's going to, I don't know if it's going to, I don't think it's going to help his career at all. And I think it'll sort of stun him. Yeah. Kind of either stun him or blow his head up too big. Mm Mm-hmm. You also got to think, I mean, the PGA Championship last year during COVID, those tournaments with no fans, that, that's, I mean, that's playing golf, but that's, it's not tournament golf, you know? Yeah, there's a vast difference. Yeah, because when, sport. A, oh yeah, especially like in golf, whenever, let, like, if someone start, you know, gets a couple birdies in a row and starts coming back on the leaderboard, trying to go really low, like a Sunday round or something to win it and they get their fans rallied around them, you know, when the crowds start feeding, they may, they start draining putts and the crowd erupts. You feed off that energy, man. You bomb your next drive. I mean, you're going, you're hitting pure irons. It is, it's important. It's really important in golf. And with that last year, a lot of the guys that won majors last year, that is one asterisk that's going to be on it as with the NBA finals last year and any other sporting event that didn't have fans. Yeah. Because either way, whoever's looking like they're turning it around, whether it be a team, a fighter, a golfer, when their fans get behind them, that just feeds them to do even better. Mm -hmm. When they don't have the fans behind them, they obviously personally still want to keep that going. Mm Mm-hmm. But the fans had so much more motivation and so much more drive. And it's it's like NOS in a car. It just gives you an automatic boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that leads us into the Tokyo Olympics. Because there's no fans at the Olympics this year. And I think the, at the first day of it, I think Team USA must have been feeling the no fans. I mean, we didn't get a single medal. Yeah. And that's what the first time in like 49 50 years yeah i, th- I think I'm, I'm kindly sure it was 1972 was the last time we went opening day with no medals 
That that's sad for us. <laughs> it really is. The good news is after the second day, we got six. Six on the second day. Yeah. So we took back the lead in overall medal count. Mm. We still only got one gold though. Yeah. I think who China has the most gold right now? I think so. I think they have three. Still really early on. Yeah, we still got I don't even how many days is Olympics going? I don't even remember. A while. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I, I personally enjoy the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics. Yeah. The the Winter Olympics for the most part are the more like extreme sports. Mm-hmm. But this year they did I think add like skateboarding to the Olympics. Yeah. Which is that's Hell yeah. Crazy. I didn't even know it was that, like, worldwide, but... <laughs> Damn. Well, since you said that, I might pay attention to that part, too, because I was really only going to... I mean, I was going to, like, keep a, you know, check on it just to see the medal count and stuff, but I was really only going to pay attention to, like, Team USA basketball. And I have yeah. to take back what I said last episode about just hand us the gold already you know we're gonna be lucky to get bronze it looks like i mean we lost yeah two exhibition games in like a couple days when we first the team first started getting together and we already had like kevin love and some other guys drop out of the team and new guys come in like it's a mess i still think with that roster we got dame and, and kd and chris middleton supposed to be playing coming off the bucks championship and and different guys like that, that we should be, we should still have a solid chance at gold, but it definitely was eye-opening. It made me sort of eat my words. Yeah, because it's always been, you have a very high level of confidence in our basketball team versus anybody else. Yeah, I mean. When we lose two exhibition games, we're like, oh, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty bad. Hopefully we can turn it around now that we're actually going into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I think they got their first game fairly soon. Yeah. Uh, let me check and see. Let me check and see. Damn, when is the game? Okay, so I guess. Damn, 8 a.m. Eastern time is our first game tomorrow morning. Dang. Against uh, France. And wow, and it says, so Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Devin Booker all just got there, apparently. So they're going to all be able to play. So that'll be good. Fuck yeah, that's good. Wow. <laughs> okay. You got Going everybody better. coming from the finals and finally hopping in. So, because obviously none of them played in those exhibitions because they were still playing through the finals and stuff. Mm. So, I mean, they weren't, they wanted the championship and now they're going to go try to win a gold medal. <laughs> hey, 
that'd that's, be crazy for the Bucks players. Yeah. Win the NBA championship, turn around, win a gold medal at the Olympics. Bro, I know, I I know that that city of Milwaukee, man. Like the night they won it. That that city went crazy. And well deserved. I mean, fifty years, you know, in between championships. That's that's well deserved. And fifty years in between championships, Giannis drops a fifty piece in the game six to win it. That was Yo. one of the best closeout games I've ever seen in the finals. Giannis, fucking amazing. But as far as the Olympics, so I, I'm gonna pay attention to the team USA uh for basketball. Uh I'm also going to pay attention to the golf, uh, and I get I, I might pay attention to some of the skateboarding now, just to check in and see how that goes. That'd be pretty cool. See, I feel like that should be something we should succeed in, mm-hmm. but I mean, you never know because I don't know what the skateboarding scene looks like in other countries. There could be some crazy, like, Tony Hawk-level people that are going to be competing from other countries. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know, because in this country, we just got, I mean, we got, you know, a lot of the BMX and skateboarding competitions that happen, and we have, like, X Games and stuff. So we're able to see a lot of the, a lot of the top guys. And girls like a lot of the top people, but yeah. I mean, as far as other countries goes, I don't know what their pro scene looks like. Yeah, I have no idea because I didn't think I would have never thought it would be you know an Olympic sport. Yeah, that's crazy though. It should be exciting. Yeah, we'll keep it, keep it updated on that. See how see how everything with the Olympics rolls. So uh, finally, to uh, Shohei Otani, what about that man? He is insane. He, he is. goes from pitching to hitting to playing in the outfield to just about anything else they need him to do. Yeah, I mean, he's putting up. Babe Ruth level, better than Babe Ruth level numbers as a guy who's both excelling and at the top of the league in terms of hitting and batting and also at the top of the league in terms of pitching. I mean, it's it's unprecedented what the man's doing. You, you never see anybody go from pitching to being one of the top pitchers in the league mm-hmm. being one of the top hitters in the league. Because, like, usually when you see a pitcher step up to bat, easy up. You're like, okay, either they're going to ground out or they're going to strike out. Mm-hmm. Then there's Shohei. <laughs> you're like, he might hit a home run. Yeah, he'll pro- he'll probably hit a homer right here. Because I mean, <laughs> God, and like he in the All Star game pitched and hit 
and excelled in both against the best people in the league. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. You should be able to do this. I don't know. Because obviously, like, pitchers take their breaks between games to rest their shoulders so they don't throw it out. Mm. Shohei says, I ain't taking no games off. I'll take games off in the pitcher. But I'll play in the outfield. And he's excellent as that as well, at that as well. Yeah, it's... He... Honestly, he could probably play any position on that field and be one of the best in the league. I think I think it's crazy that he's leading the league in home runs. Like, a, a dominant force as he is batting. Yeah, he's clearly, like, the clear-cut top pitcher. One of the top yeah. pitchers, in my opinion, the top pitcher. Like, I mean, the man just doesn't tire out. Like he he, has, he 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 hit did the home run derby, then the next night started pitching. Yep. In the All Star game, I mean, wow. It doesn't make sense because nobody does it. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff he's doing feels like nobody's ever done it. And realistically, it really never. It really hasn't. Like it's like uncharted waters. Closest thing to him is Babe Ruth. I mean, he's com- he he's in the same sentences with Babe Ruth. And honestly, if he can be consistent with it throughout his career, in my mind, I don't see how people couldn't put him above Babe Ruth with all the different hats he wears. Mm-hmm. And excels at all of them. He would be easily past Babe Ruth. Yeah, for sure. If he can keep up these numbers and this level play for an, a, an extended period of time, I mean, you're looking at probably the the goat of baseball. Yep. And the man, as impressive as all that is. The man also is like single-handedly saving Major League Baseball because let's be honest, it hasn't garnered much attention. No, from the general public in America in years, like it used the, to. The most people would watch is the World Series. Yep, and even then, the numbers have been. In a gradual decline. But yeah. now he's kind of drawing people in because it's like, yo, this man's crazy. How is he doing what he's doing? Yeah. And like, I've never been like a huge baseball fan as far as watching it. Mm-hmm. But just seeing the stuff he's doing makes me automatically interested. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I really, for a while when I was younger, uh, I would I would always try to watch the World Series, or at least some of it, you know. Um, 
but that was yeah. pretty much it. Like, you know, it took me a while. I don't really, I don't have like a diehard, you know, I'm not a diehard fan of any team. I've been to like a Braves game and that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. But the, my favorite team is the Blue Jays just because I, I picked one when I was young. Like, I don't have like a, I don't follow them too closely or anything. But recently, like the last couple of months, I've been paying more attention just to some of the stuff he's doing. Yeah. So Which and, where I'm and in change, I mean, it causes us, you know, that's like two average sports fans that aren't huge baseball fans to at least give it some attention. So it's really great for the sport. Yeah. See, that's kind of, I know a lot of people disagree with me on this, but with like the boxing stuff where the Paul brothers are doing all that <laughs> shit, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Because it's bringing a lot of attention to the sport that was gradually dying. Yeah. Like, I definitely don't. I don't like Jake Paul. Like, I, I don't really. I, I'm not going to say I don't like him or like him. I don't know the guy, obviously, or anything. I don't really follow his, any of his stuff, his YouTube or anything like that. Logan Paul, I, I don't follow him much either. What they're doing to bring publicity to boxing is a good thing. Yeah, because realistically, nobody really was paying attention to boxing except for like maybe like Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Just because he's an exciting young talent. Yeah. Big names Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, uh, Yusuk. That's about it. Mm. And then people eat up the exhibition matches with like Mayweather and stuff. Yeah. Because Mayweather, once he kind of got out of the game, he was what drew people. And once he got out, it started a downfall. And then all these creators coming in kind of brought some life back to it just because it was bringing new people, new fans in that wanted to either see a certain creator because now everybody's doing it as far as creators go. Mm -hmm. Either wanted to see a certain creator get beat to hell or beat whoever they're fighting to hell. Yeah. The publicity for boxing is nice. I will say the thing, the the only issue I have with that, a lot of the creators coming in is, I mean, these boxing matches are atrocious in terms of like technique, form, and like boxing etiquette. Yeah, the some of them. Looks the creators doing it when they clearly have no idea what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're willing. To actually take it serious, put in the work. And I'd say the Paul brothers are. I'd say they're they're taking it pretty seriously, like their boxing careers. That's the one thing I have to give Jake is he is taking that boxing stuff very seriously. Like you can tell, you can see the progression through his fights. Mm -hmm. He's definitely getting better. And he's he's starting to look like an actual fighter. Yeah. 
Which is Logan good for him. Fought as much, so it's still kind of hard to tell. But he lasted eight rounds with Mayweather, so I gotta give him credit for that. <laughs> yeah. And did a little bit of damage. He didn't hit him much, but he he hit him. <laughs> <laughs> he landed a few. I mean, Mayweather's like the hardest person to hit on the planet, so you gotta give him a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah. But them, them two coming together, Mayweather and Logan, do a event like that to really just I mean that's peak interest in boxing was that uh it's a good thing for the sport. Oh yeah. So I mean I'm happy to I'm happy about that. I hope speak you know I hope that Team USA can do us proud and get a lot of medals. Yeah, we'll see. We we had a good bounce back through the second day. Hopefully, yep. we can keep that momentum rolling through the rest. I know that the uh, Olympics is a bit of a controversial controversial subject for some people because of the issues, especially in Japan, regarding the voters. You know, like the their citizens, like two thirds of them, were reported as saying they didn't even want the uh, games to take place because of the pandemic. So, yeah. I know that it's a, a bit of a controversial thing, but since a lot of the athletes are there, hopefully the Olympics can go on through with minimal issues and and, and be a positive thing for the world. Yeah, bring people together. Yep. That's the most important thing. But, guys, that's going to wrap up our show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's It's been a great one. We'll see you. We'll see you guys.